computer tripping so i gotta start this all over again good morning y'all i hope y'all doing well well the reason why i came in to bring to bring this podcast is because i wanted to give y'all something very interesting and very informative and the reason why i did the podcast i did yesterday what was really weird is i have an eight minute podcast on my um on my library and i thought eight minutes i, I usually do 29 to 30 minutes in this podcast and i still have it up on my computer i was talking about danny matheson because the reason why i was inspired to do it because i was listening to tori and rain on youtube talk about this documentary that tina low excuse me tina knows lawson has about the profiling of black men now i haven't watched it yet i don't even know if it dropped yet but she was getting a lot of black backlash for it and i have to go listen to his second part of that video and um, he did a really good video about it. It was very, and I love Torian's videos. He's very, he's like, I feel like our passions match. But um, he was talking about how there were negative comments, uh, really negative comments under it. And he was, and I was just disgusted by that because I'm like, you're not going to keep, and I've said over and over again in various numbers of my podcast, you're not going to keep villainizing black men. It's just not going to happen. Not on my watch. And then it hit me. I thought about Kamal Bell's thing. Let's talk about Bill. Like, we're not talking about Bill Cosby. And I'm going to say it over. And I've said it over and over again in my specific subjects on this in my podcast. Go read the transcripts of the trial. Go from beginning to end. Go listen to Nicole's views. Go listen to Harvey Superboy, Your World. Go listen to several people who are in the courthouses, who have spoke to lawyers in this case, who have done their due diligence in research, and you will get a different perspective on this case. But I'm done talking about Bill Cosby because what the media, the mainstream media is saying it's not what the truth is. But I thought, but y'all don't talk about the white people who do it. Y'all don't talk about the Stephen Collins. Y'all don't talk about the Danny Mathesons. It's a trial. He got a rape trial going on right now in L.A. Mainstream media is not talking about it. Now, I know that he is a part of Scientology. I don't know anything about Scientology. I don't even know any Scientologist. What I do know is that I, I because I like Leah Remini, and her huspa and her balls. I followed her because she was such a... Now, I grew up in L.A. So, I visually seen Scientologists. I remember being a kid, and when Soul Train would come on, you would see his books being advertised all the time. It would be Soul Train, commercial come on, it would always be his books being advertised. They were really creepy and spooky. Then after that, it would be Kung Fu Theater, and then his commercials would come on it was just really spooky but that's as much as i know i learned more about it when i started watching leah remini's docuseries about scientology and very interesting if you haven't checked it out check it out so i don't i'm not here to talk about that but i just found it funny that i did about a good 15 minutes reading an article about what happened in a court case last week and I, i i can't find it it's just really weird but anyway 
Um, y'all not talking about Ethan Crumbly. Y'all not talking about um y'all not talking about um Stephen Collins, who is a disgraced actor from Seven Heaven, who admittedly um um sexually um inappropriately touched girls between 1973 and 1974 you can go to the daily mail they did an article about it um disgraced actor is living in iowa um he's 72 year old um he went largely unscathed by a media storm unlike harvey weinstein matt lauren kevin spacey he left california moved to iowa he married a super fan and her name is jenny nagel 32 um y'all didn't talk about this man and and one of the things that i read in a previous article was the reason why he wasn't charged because of the statutes of limitations but it's funny because y'all changed the statutes of limitations for bill cosby in in the state where you were charging him but you couldn't gloria already change the statute of limitations for stephen collins this man should be sitting in somebody's jail but y'all still want to talk about bill cosby okay that's just one like chad wheeler the mainstream media is not talking about chad wheeler so and the reason why i bring him up because somebody said in in the in the in the comments black men are killing black women at a high rate i don't know that i haven't found that in my research but to be fair i haven't researched that but i do see the news every day i do read various news sites every day and i see black women dying at the high rates of either suicide or murder from other people but not black men but let's talk about chad wheeler who y'all not talking about but y'all had all the smoke for ray rice didn't the time's up didn't michelle beto and everybody have so much smoke for ray rice that he was kicked out of the nfl but y'all don't have no smoke for chad wheeler who beat his black girlfriend almost to death he literally tried to kill her and then sat down and had a milkshake but y'all not talking about chad wheeler right okay but he's entering a not guilty plea but y'all not talking about him so he faces first degree assault domestic charges um class it's a class a felony right and a resisting arrest charge but he ain't dead um y'all didn't talk about um the girl from smallville y'all didn't talk about her what what was her name what was her name who was branding people who was luring women to cults allison mack go look up her name allison mack she only got three years three years for imprisoning branding and doing all this stuff to women y'all want to put all this stuff on black men and men but what about what the women are doing in my previous podcast go listen to it i talked about a coach who was molesting a 14 year old girl for two years mainstream media ain't talking about that you didn't talk about allison mack y'all want to have black men plastered in front of the screen and you black women who fall as Tyreek said for the trick bag and it could be true it could be bots you know put negative comments on these YouTube because I guess that happens this is why I don't have a YouTube channel um 
I have a YouTube channel. You can go to my YouTube channel and the link to this podcast is in my YouTube channel. But it's like, y'all not talking about Allison Mack. Y'all not talking about Chad Wheeler. Y'all not talking about Matt Lawrer. Y'all not talking, where Matt Lawrer at? Where he at? Why he ain't in jail? Y'all not talking about that. But y'all, Kamal Bell, you want to continue to have conversations about, man, get the fuck out of here. No, you need to do a, um, a, a documentary on the Stephen Collins, on the Matt Lowers. That's who you need to do on the Danny Mathesons. That's who you need to be talking about. Danny Matheson is on trial right now in L.A. Nobody's talking about it in the mainstream media. Nobody's talking about Chad Wheeler, who beat up his black girlfriend. So I wanted to bring that to your attention, because if the mainstream media ain't going to do it, I am. The next subject I wanted to bring y'all update on is the parents of um, Ethan Crumbly. Now, Ethan Crumbly is the kid that shot up the school. Now, I did a podcast back in December when this first happened, and I told y'all, I said by what I was reading in the article, they're going to try to set this case up as something mentally was wrong with him. I told y'all that. <coughs> but here's the update on them from CNN. The parents of Michigan school shooting suspect Ethan Crumbly will stand trial for involuntary manslaughter, a judge ruled Thursday. After hearing extensive testimony as well as evidence and reviewing and viewing intensive exhibits, the court finds that the death of four victims could have been avoided if James and Jennifer Crumbly exercised ordinary care and diligence in the care of their son. District Court Judge Julie A. Nicholson said, Jennifer and James Crumbly are each charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter. After prosecutors accused the parents of giving their son easy access to a gun and discarding signs that he was a threat before the November 30th shooting at Oxford High School. Four students were killed and six students and teachers were injured at Oxford High School. Jennifer and James Crumbly have pled not guilty to involuntary manslaughter. They were arrested days after the shooting in a Detroit warehouse following a manhunt after they failed to come to court for their initial arrangement. It's funny they uh never mind. Ethan Crumbly has been charged as an adult with four counts of first-degree murder along with an array of other charges including one count of terrorism causing death he has pled not guilty and his attorneys have said they plan to use an insanity defense at the trial now i want y'all to go back into the archives it was around december where i said they were going to try to use an insanity or a crazy defense. Something was crazy. He was mentally ill. I told y'all that that's what they was going to try to use. Okay. Um, in the days leading up to the shooting, Ethan Crumbly displayed concerning behavior that had alarmed school officials. I was before the student allegedly opened fire and guidance counselor called his parents in and told them he worried that the teen had suicidal, suicidal ideations. The counselor testified Thursday. 
A phone message revealed the 15-year-old had told a friend that he asked his parents to take him to the doctor after having hallucinations and hearing voices, but said his parents scoffed at the request and a detective testified at the preliminary hearings for his parents. CNN asked attorneys for the parents for comment Thursday, but did not immediately receive a response. Officers testify on items found in home journal. Oakland County Sheriff Officer Sergeant Matthew Peschke and Detective Adam Stork testified about the search of the family's home. Pacheski said he found, I hope I'm saying his name right, he found a number of items in Ethan Crumbly's bedroom, including a coin in a plastic covering with a Nazi symbol on it, a gun range target taped to the walls. The coin with the symbol could have been a collector's item, Penske said. He added that he did not remember seeing any other such coins in the home. They're going to give him a wide berth, as Harvey would say. Stork testified Thursday that an empty gun case and empty ammunition box was found seated on the bed in the master bedroom. Stork said there did not appear to be any security lock on the case. Stork also said that police found a gun in a safe a gun safe in a dresser drawer in the master bedroom and the drawer did not have a lock on it. Stork said James Crumbly gave him the code to the gun safe and police found two unloaded guns inside. James and Jennifer Crumbly were present when the police searched the home, Stork said. Ethan Crumbly's backpack with his journal inside was found in the bathroom at Oxford High School on the day of the shooting, said Lieutenant Timothy Wills. Will said every page in that journal that was written on contained references to a shooting. Ethan Crumbly was planning at Oxford High School. There were 21 pages written or drawn on in the journal, Willis said. According to testimony, the last entry by Ethan in the journal was dated November 29th, the day before the shooting, and said, the shooting is tomorrow. I have access to the gun and the ammo. Other entries in Ethan Crumbly's journal include, the first victim has to be a pretty girl with a future so she can suffer like me. I have fully mentally lost it after years of fighting with my dark side. My parents won't listen to me about help or a therapist. I'm sorry for this mom and dad. I'm not trying to hurt you by doing this. I have to do this. The journal also included drawings of bullets and severed heads and what happened to be a demon, Willis said. James Crumbly cried during the testimony about the journal. When cross-examined, Willis confirmed there were no messages in the journal written by the student's parents or anything that indicated that he told them his alleged plans for the shooting. There was no indication from the journal that said how Ethan Crumbly gained access to the gun and ammunition allegedly used in the school shooting or any proof that Jennifer or James Crumbly gave him the gun, Willis said. Text messages say the teen asked for help. Boy, they set this kid up for a wide berth. They really set him up for a wide berth. Thank you, Harvey, for that saying. As part of the investigation, an Oakland County Sheriff's Detective extracted data and text from the phones of Ethan Crumbly and his parents. Detective Edward 
Rogowski said he found messages from Ethan to a friend saying he had asked his parents to take him to a doctor after he was having hallucinations and hearing voices. Ethan told his friend that in response to that request, his father gave him pills and told him to suck it up. According to the phone messages, Ethan told his friend that his mother laughed at him. Wagowski testified. The detective said Ethan texted his friend, saying his mother believed he takes drugs and that she doesn't worry about his mental health. They make me feel like I'm the problem, Ethan Crumbly texts. My mom makes everyone feel like a piece of shit. Shannon Smith, an attorney representing Ethan's mother, cross-examined the detective. Wagowski confirmed that he did not find any text messages between James and Jennifer Crumbly about concerns that Ethan would shoot up a school or hurt anyone. He said there were multiple texts discussing Ethan's school works and rides home. While there were some texts between Ethan Crumbly and a friend discussing guns and joking about shooting up a school, there were no such texts from Ethan to either of his parents, Wagowski said. In the grand scheme of all the messages between Ethan and his friend, there is nothing to indicate that Jennifer or James were told or were aware of a plan to commit a school shooting like what happened at Oxford High School on 11-30. That's November 30th. Smith asked the detective, correct, Wachowski answered. A counselor said he noticed signs of suicidal ideation. A guidance counselor at Oxford High School testified Thursday that he told Ethan Crumbly's parents about the disturbing behavior the morning of the shooting, but said the parents didn't seem concerned. Counselor Sean Hopkins said he called Ethan's parents to the school on November 30th after he was notified that Ethan was watching a video of a shooting and later making disturbing drawings on a math assignment that morning. Hopkins said he met one-on-one. I'm stopping because this is, this is, with Ethan Crumbly before his parents arrived, he said Ethan can't claim the video was actually a video game and that the drawings were for a video game he wanted to design. But later in that one-on-one meeting, Ethan's demeanor changed, the counselor testified. He said the teen appeared sad as he spoke about his dog dying, the recent loss of his grandparents, the stress of the pandemic, and a friend who had moved away. Once Ethan's parents arrived, Hopkins said they did not appear friendly or showing care and did not greet, touch, or hug Ethan. Hopkins said he told Ethan's parents he was concerned that Ethan not only had suicidal ideation, but that he could be a danger to himself. Hopkins testified that he gave a list of mental health options to Ethan's parents and said he should seek help immediately, even the day if possible. But he said Jennifer Crumbly told him getting same-day mental health assistance wasn't possible because the parents had to go back to work. Hopkins said the meeting with Ethan Crumbly's parents ended abruptly. He said he asked the dean of students who was also at the meeting whether there was any disciplinary reason why Ethan could not return to class. The dean said no, that's the problem. Parents get your lawsuit together for the dean. Hopkins testified shortly after Ethan Crumbly was cleared to return to class, the mass shooting started. 
During cross-examination, Smith asked Hopkins whether he had insisted Ethan Crumbly go home. Hopkins said he's not involved with student discipline nor making decisions on sending students home. But the counselor said he didn't tell the dean of students that Ethan Crumbly should go home, nor did he look in Ethan's backpack. It sounds like a lot of people are responsible for this. So, I feel like a lot of people are responsible for what happened at this school. But they, boy, they working hard to give, to, 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 to get this kid off. Um, this is from Detroit Free Press. James and Jennifer Crumbly ordered to stand trial after breakdown in court. Not long after James and Jennifer Crumbly broke down crying in court after hearing an expert from their son's journal, a judge ordered the distraught couple to stand trial for their alleged roles in the deadly Oxford school shooting, concluding they could have stopped the rampage that was carried out by their troubled son. And you see what I'm saying? You see how they're making him troubled? Meanwhile, this kid was shot dead by Kim Potter, and y'all made him out to be a criminal just because he had a warrant. But this dude, it was all signs. Now, just because he wrote 21 pages in this journal, mental illness, and I'm not going to make fun of mental illness because I understand I suffer from depression. I have it under control because you can either control it or it can control you. So before y'all start looking for reasons to bring me down, that's not going to happen. Um, at the end of the day, 21, so you had 21 days to me, the way I think, allegedly. You had 21 days to concoct this mental illness story. Because to me, you had already planned to kill, um, shoot up the school, allegedly. So y'all gonna take 21 days of a journal and say, oh, he suffered from mental illness. I told y'all last year that they were going to use the mental illness, mental incapacitated, he was depressed, everything. Now, do I think that the parents should be held responsible? Of course I do. Y'all bought the gun. Y'all was bragging about the gun. He was all on social media bragging about the gun. I also blame the dean of students and the principal because y'all sitting here watching this dude watch bloody videos it was a and the teacher took a picture of it was a whole drawing he drew of a decapitated head and for some reason and we know what the reason is you didn't feel it was important to not only send him home especially if you were saying that the parents came in with no care and didn't care and you didn't feel a reason to search his backpack ergo that's why i feel that the counselors and the deeds should be held responsible also because let that have been a black student. Let that have been a brown student. Now, y'all would have had them on the ground. We see y'all y'all handcuffing six-year-olds. Y'all handcuffing two-year-olds. We just seen a video how there was a, a, a dude in the, in the mall bullying people. People in the mall said, he this is what he does. Black kid stands up to him. And what the cops do? They run in, sit the white kid down, and arrest the black kid when the black kid was just defending someone who was bullying someone twice his size. I mean, smaller than him, excuse me. 
So we're not going to sit up here and debate what would have happened if that would have been. Y'all would have searched his locker. Y'all would have searched his pants. Y'all would have searched his afro. Y'all would have searched his throat. Y'all would have searched his backpack. Y'all would have sent the police to his home. Y'all would have sent the police to the parents' job. Y'all probably would have shot and killed him dead. So don't be surprised if Ethan Crumley doesn't go to um, jail. I'm glad they're charging him as an adult. But since y'all continue to like to vilify us and not tell the truth, I'm going to use my voice to put the real news out there. Because see, these news are hit. This news is hidden in newspaper articles and, and different things like that. This news is not front and center. Jory, why you ain't talking about that? You was talking about Chinese New Year on um, February 1st, but you didn't talk about Black History Month. But that's why I don't fucks with you. I don't fucks with mainstream media. I listen to what you got to say, and then I go do my research myself. But in this article on Fox News Detroit, real quick, it says Ethan Crumley's journal entries laid out teens' plan, shooting plan path towards his dark side. And I believe that, too. Um, I believe that he planned it 21 days prior. I don't... Now, do I believe that it's a possibility he could be suffering from some traumatic stress? Yeah. Ethan told his friend his parents make him feel like the problem. But you went and shot innocent students. You shot innocent people. If your parents were putting you through that, why did you go shoot up innocent people? But I told y'all that they were going to use mental illness to get this kid off. The last testimony during James and Jennifer Crumbly's preliminary hearing proved to be one of the most eye-opening windows into the mind of their son, Ethan, the accused Oxford High School shooter. The teen's descent into what he describes as his dark side was outlined in 21 pages of the 15-year-old's journal, which was found in the bathroom Ethan allegedly entered, then exited before he started shooting others. Some of the passages that were read during the testimony in the late afternoon of February 24th, which was given by Lieutenant Timothy Wills of Oakland um, County Sheriff's Office elicited emotional responses from both James and Jennifer Crumbly. A judge ordered both parents to stand trial for involuntary manslaughter following closing arguments Thursday. A passage from a page that's dated November 29th, it reads, Forgive me, in big bold letters from there, nearly every page afterward discusses plans to commit mass murder. Willis said, Oakland County Assistant Prosecutor Mark Keese, out of the 21 pages, how many discussed the Oxford High School shooting or his plan to shoot up Oxford High School? Willis, every single page. Embedded within the pages are disturbing drawings and details of Ethan's mental state and a calculated plan to murder other students. See, that's what I'm saying. You calculated this plan. This is what y'all are saying. You got to pay attention to what people say. You calculated. So this would be premeditated, correct? Am I correct? But then in that same note, you're going to say it's a mental state. First off, I got my gun. It's a SP-2022 SIG Sauer 9mm. Second, the shooting is tomorrow. I have access to the gun and ammo. That was planned. Ain't nothing crazy about this kid. Page 19 reads, I will kill everyone if I... I fucking see. Another passage on the same page reads, I will cause the biggest school shooting in Michigan history. I have fully mentally lost it after years of fighting with my dark side. My parents won't listen to me about help or a therapist. 
on page six, it has the word help with bold letters come. He had 21 days to concoct this story. 21 days to concoct this story. Y'all make up all kind of excuses when y'all evil is out on full display. When y'all murder, rape, rob, kill, slaughter people. Y'all make up every excuse in the world to get away with. But when we are raped and killed and murdered and our people are slaughtered and babies are cut out of our stomachs and we're kidnapped, raped, robbed and just destroyed and oppressed for over 500 years... You tell us to suck it up and pull us up by pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. Well, enough is enough. Your filth and disgust is on full display. Cause we are not having it anymore. Be one all day. This kid craftily planned this out, and y'all are going off of 21 days. Mental illness is a thing. It's years and years and years. It's not 21 days. So stop trying to give him a wide berth and make it seem like <laughs> poor little Ethan. No, 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 no. Ethan calculated because you said it in the article. He planned it out and he put those trigger words in there. Those bonus words in there. It's another name I'm looking for because he knew that y'all would use it for a mental illness defense. There ain't nothing mentally ill about this kid. He knew exactly what he was doing. I agree with one thing he said, though. He's evil as fuck. Allegedly. He said it, not me. Or what, he's dark? That's what he said? His dark side? Yeah, that's dark as fuck. Parents of Oxford High School? It seems like y'all need to get lawsuits together. That's what it sounds like to me. I'll continue on following this case. Damn shame.